My name is Samuel Hatton, and I'm a marketing professional by trade, and I also life coach people, and I've been doing my coaching for about five years. I've been doing marketing for about eight years, and I love both, but not as much as I love my kids. About a Two and a half years ago, I became a father, and fatherhood has been very rewarding, yet very taxing. Taxing in the sense with how do I be the best provider for my family and now budding family with kids, and how do I also have my own personal goals accomplished, the things I want to accomplish in life. Like, how do I do those things plus provide? And it's been a really tough journey, especially here in the San Francisco Bay Area where it's really expensive. But that's all other stuff. I want to talk about my kids, and I want to talk about being a father specifically. So I have two girls, and one is two and a half years old. And one is just turned one years old. My two and a half year old daughter is um, a very interesting personality because I think she her personality is very similar to mine in that she's very curious and explorative and she has this little rebellious streak. Um, she doesn't like obeying and sometimes when you ask her those questions, that kind of get you in trouble where you're like, are you going to go to bed or do you want to be in trouble? She'll say, I want to be in trouble. And I'm like, okay, I shouldn't be asking that question because I'm giving her the obvious right answer and the obvious wrong answer. And when I do that, her rebellious streak kicks in and I was totally like that as a kid so I always try to keep it with her I try to keep it very positive do you want to go to bed or do you want to do you want daddy to pick you up and take you to bed right yeah so um, but man she's such a joy and um, I want to I want to go back to about two and a half years ago when she was born it's actually coming up to almost three years yeah um, when she was born, um, there was a lot of fear in, in um, what are we going to be like as parents? Are we going to be good parents? Um, we read a lot of books while we were pregnant, my wife and I. We've been married for about uh, seven years. We read a lot of books, and what it came down to is we had to say, you know what? We are so all in on this. I mean, my wife has a degree in childhood development, but we still had all these fears about are we going to be good parents or not. But um, just the fact that we were reading books and we had a lot of apprehensions about it, um, it told us that we're going to do all right. We're going to be, you know, awesome parents. And, um, yeah, we're doing our best with that. But now, of course, I'm biased. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're amazing parents, right? Yeah. But uh, I will say that our friends do do comment 
uh, to us about how we raise our kids, and, and they're very impressed with with how we discipline them with, by uh, being very firm yet very loving as well, and you know, reasoning with them. If, like I know you can't fully reason with a two and a half year old, but uh, oh, that's true. Like when she gets a timeout, she, you know, we say, okay, you know, everything's okay. You're a good girl, but you did a bad thing, so you're on timeout. And we have to constantly re- remind, we, we try to constantly remind our kids that they are good. They are good in nature. And the things that, the things that they do, the disobedience, disobedience is bad. And, and um, you can't just, you know, you, you can't just like discipline your kids and tell them that, tell them that they're, they're bad. Because if you do that, then what you're doing is you're instilling shame and fear and um, no one wants to be a bad person, you know? Yeah. And it was like a real, it was a real big wake-up call at this one time when when I asked her that question, one of those stupid questions, do you want to be a good girl or a bad girl? She said, I want to be a bad girl. And I was <laughs> like, okay, I'm never going to ask her that question again. So I, I try to reinforce her, like, no, you're a good girl. Even when you're on timeout, you're a good girl. And we love you very much. But you made, but you did something bad. Oh, that's another thing. I try to say, I, I catch myself saying this. You made daddy sad, which is a complete falsehood. I, she can never make me sad. I'm, I'm in control of whether I'm sad or not. So when I tell her that she made me sad, no. That's like shame on me for saying that you know because i do have control over over if i'm sad or if her actions make me happy or sad you know yeah so i try to say you know you did this and this thing that you did made me sad and so it's one step removed from she as a person made me sad you know because difference man Kids do bad things, but they're still good at the same time, I guess. But they're still good kids, right? Yeah. So that's that's something I've been working on. And then um, I'm having a really hard time because my... So let's talk a little bit about the second kid coming along. Um, with my first kid, my first child, like we had this like really cool bond and... I spent so much time with her and, you know, everything was all about her. And like, I, I spent, I spent a lot of time, like one of the, you know, I'm a millennial dad. So yeah, I work a full time job, but I also, you know, work full time when, or work half time when I'm at home. So, um, when I grew up, my parents, you know, my mom was in charge of the kids. My dad was in charge of the discipline part of, of the kids until we were like 10, 11 years old, where we start can start having intellectual conversations with my dad and playing board games with him. But it's like, my dad was more so out of the picture when I was being raised. Like, it's not like that at all with, with my generation, you know, millennial dad, they, they are totally there for their kids when spending time with them outside of the workplace. And um, or when spending family time outside of the workplace. So anyway, um, 
spent a lot of time with my first kid, and then when my second kid came along, I had like I had way too many too many interests, right? I have my wife to to think about. I have my kids to think about. My job to think about. You know, so it's like there's two of you now, and now I have to split the time. So my I my oldest had um, like she's just a lot easier. I like the well, I I like the age when kids start talking. So it's like I tend to gravitate toward my oldest daughter right now. And, but my youngest never really got the experience that I had with my first kid where I spent a lot of time with her and like growing up. Now it's kind of like my my second child. It's like fend for yourself, you know? Yeah. And she's just like crawling around in the other room. It's like, where is she? Oh, did she crawl up the stairs? And she's like halfway up the stairs. It's like, ah! You know, whereas the first kid, we were like watching her like a hawk. And we still do. We still do watch the first kid up like a hawk. So that's kind of interesting, and it makes me like wonder. Like my first kid loves books, my second kid's not that interested in books. But like I didn't read my second kid as many books as I read my first kid early on. You know, when they're just a few months old. So that's another like big challenge that I'm I'm faced with in parenthood right now. When when you had when you had mm-hmm. when you had your first kid your first um your second child did mm-hmm. was your other daughter jealous at the time not quite um we there's this um show that she watches called daniel tiger's neighborhood yeah. and there's season five episode one two and three where um daniel tiger daniel tiger grapples with the idea of having a kid sister, like a new kid sister. Yeah. And we played those episodes for her over and over and over again prior to our first or our second child being born. So by doing that, what we were doing is we were conditioning her brain to be ready and expectant and to be a good big sister when when the baby came. So I think that took took care of a lot of that jealousy stuff. Now there is a little bit of that when it comes to toys and like this is mine and we try to reinforce like no we share this. This toy is not yours. You know, mommy and daddy bought this toy. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, it's our toy. <laughs> so we try to we try to uh we're we're trying our best to get that entitlement thing out of her. Um yeah, not too much jealousy. Well that's good. Uh, yeah, there is um, there's a couple couple other things that like I grapple with just a little bit, and that is like these are these are two girls, and like we have a really like the world is not getting more safe. Um, it's not getting more safe as time goes on, as far as like the crazy things that happen, you know on like while girls are growing up and uh, it is a little bit concerning like when like I think like I'm I'm just a new dad right yeah I, two and a half years like I had my first child but I'm still thinking about when she becomes a teenager and when she starts dating boys and like do I need to do I need to brush up on my kung fu skills? Do I need to get samurai sword and put it up on the mantle? 
you know, like I'm already thinking about that, those things. Like, what's my first hunting trip with her first boyfriend oh, going to look like? Oh, Are we both going to come back alive? <laughs> you know? So, um, that is something I, I grapple with a bit. Or the birds and the bees. Girls. Right, the birds and the bees. <laughs> but um, another thing, another thing I, I think about is this whole princess thing, right? Oh, it's in the children's yeah. books that they read, the ones that I read to them even, the movies. It's like every girl wants to be a princess, but I, I don't really like the attributes of princesses, you know? They're like, sure, they're pretty and they're well-mannered. That's great. But, like, they have to get rescued. If they have to wait around for someone to rescue them, like, that kind of um, irritates me a bit. And I think that, I think that there's, um, you know, I, I do my best to, to tell, like, I, I try to reinforce in my, uh, my two-and-a-half-year-old who's, like, starting, like, her mind is like a sponge now. She remembers the things I tell her. I try to reinforce in her that uh, it's okay to be a princess, but you also have to be, you know, you also have to be willing to do things that princesses wouldn't normally do. You know, like go on an adventure and not just wait around to be rescued. You know, like the Disneyland princesses, uh, they've gotten better with the, with more recent movies, but the the older movies, like the princesses, unfortunately, were were just kind of um, pathetic. Oh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I haven't really watched a lot of princess movies, but a lot of car shows because I have now two um, boy um, nephews, so it's just everything is way different. Everything is cars, cars or boats or trains. Yeah. Um, absolutely yeah and I think like I like playing video games I especially like playing video games with friends you know so it's like am I going to be able to do that with my kids you know and of course I am you know and of course I'm going to be able to take them camping you know so I don't need to worry about that those are just self-limiting beliefs that kind of creep in every once in a while you know being a dad with just daughters like the dress up once in a while no no, she doesn't care too much about clothes. She has some favorite clothes that she likes. Um, but, well, I, I wouldn't say she doesn't care about clothes. She dresses every day. Like, let's, let's be clear. But um, as far as, as far as like, what do you want to wear? She's just like, um... And she kind of, like, doesn't really have an opinion. Oh. But she does like her tutus. Her dresses. And, you know, I go back, wow, you look so pretty. And then she'll go to the mirror. And she'll just, like, turn around and look in the mirror. So she already has these, like, tendencies that, <laughs> that she's picking up from my wife and stuff. Uh, it's really cute. That's fun, I guess. Yeah. So my youngest, she has, she had, like, no teeth until she was, like, 11 months old. And now she, like, just two months later, she has, like, eight teeth. It's crazy. Wow. It's, like, popping in, like, like mad fire. My sister just had so that's her... that's pretty cool. My sister just had her second baby um, the other... So that was fun. Yeah, tell me about that. Um, 
Well, I was not home, so I'm never home when my sister has a baby, but um, I always get the FaceTimes or all, all the pictures coming through. Um, but hopefully I'll be going back home to Kansas City in February um, and seeing and meeting the baby. Um, name. You'll remember his name at some point, right? Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, I'm, the first one is Asher, and he's two, and um, he loves, like, obsessed with um, so many shows, and he loves his cars and his trains and whatever you can find. He'll play with. He's a he's a good kid. Um, right. Yeah, there's a lot of work, I'll tell you that. But. Yeah, you know what? I think that it might be a good idea for us to chat a little bit about unclehood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, you know a thing or two about that, right? Yeah, I do. Um, I'm so, just... what strategies do you have in order to be the best uncle? Um, well, the, it's the only thing... Don't, like, I don't see them that much, I would say, because um, I'm on the other side in the East Coast. Um, but um, when I do get to see them, hard, uh, I mean, but because I'm here in Delaware, um, so I don't get them to see them much. But um, when I do, um, when I get to see Asher more, it's just seeing him on, like, holidays or something. Um, but I would say I I love being the uncle. It's just, like, just, like, giving so much gifts to him. It's, like, just, I don't know, I'm the cool uncle, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, man. So. Did you have a, did you have a favorite uncle growing up? Um, yeah. I have, um... I used to live with my uncle when I was little. Um, he was mostly into, like, music, and he always played loud music for, like, parties, and... Because we, we lived in, like, a two... Like, a, ha a big house, but it was, like... They lived on the bottom, and we lived on the top. So, and our whole family was on the same... Um, on the same street so we could see our grandparents on the across the streets and then we had our cousins on the other side so everybody was spread out and it was fun when but um yeah i did have a good um uncle and he's amazing to me i mean we love music together yeah. so and he and yeah so it's exciting i mean and the baby's name is griffin and so he has my last name, James. So it's Griffin James Murray, and um, yeah, I'm excited. He um, he's, he's so cute because he came out with some really great hair, <laughs> very long hair, I would say. Um, so, cool. Yeah. So that was he's like a rock star already. Yeah, with the long hair and everything. Yeah. He has some nice hair. 